0: Well a very happy new year to you and I'm about to attempt to download my brain to explain why it's been some time since I published an episode here on the Fertility Podcast and I was planning to do this and share it with you as 2022 drew to a close but it didn't happen so I'm doing this at the start of 2023 and it's kind of irrelevant when it comes out of my head as long as it does I wanted to record and post this conversation not edit it so i'm hoping that when i listen back to it i trust my judgment and don't get all quick with my editing and i have been putting off recording this episode uh, all year really i've been busy working with fertility matters at work which was the catalyst Let's say for my decision to stop publishing on this feed because I couldn't give it the attention it deserves. This podcast, if you've been following me for some time, you'll know, has been a very important passion project of mine that started in 2014. And I'm talking to you in 2023. And I never, ever imagined it would be something that took so much of my time that I wanted to give so much of my time to so I think the first place I want to start with what I'm going to say is to say thank you thank you if you've just found this podcast and you've listened thank you if you've listened for some time I mean bloody Nora I never imagined that I would be making it for such a long time Uh, nearly eight years as old as my son who's going to be eight in March And he was the reason for me starting this conversation. Um, If you have just joined, I, once pregnant, decided to start a podcast talking about fertility and just kept finding more and more things to talk about. And when I started talking, I knew so little about the trying to conceive world, the TTC world, which might be where you found me. If you have found yourself following hashtags on social media and, and the podcast has popped up. But what I've learned is just the multitude of experiences people have when they're growing a family, so many triggers along the way, the misconceptions about fertility treatment, the strange perceptions that people have, the impact that this life-changing event has on friendships, on relationships, on careers, and how the language used can just be so wrong how the questions asked can be so upsetting not with malice from those asking but they can send us into such a spiral uh, often a spiral of of despair and that is so upsetting isn't it that this this whole experience that we find ourselves in can be so negative negative. Now, to be honest with you, when I think about this podcast for myself and the making of it, it has been a sort of therapy for me over the years. I've been so fortunate to interview people, to learn from them. I've spoken with people from experts to to patients, people who have written books, who have created music or art, who have curated festivals, built support networks, clothing brands, charities, so many patients who have turned a life-changing experience into something for others. And that, I have to say, has been so humbling. And I have had hours of conversations and then I've spent hours editing those conversations. And it, it has been an unbelievable education within the world of ART, assisted reproductive technology. I mean, I've, I've learned so much. I've learned so much about resilience about acceptance of situations never imagined. I've learned about humility and empathy, about grief in so many forms that come with infertility. And this has all happened since I started this podcast in 2014. And I I really do hope that I've managed to share some of what I've learned and some of those different experiences in the podcast episodes that I've, I've published. I mean, when I started this, I was anonymous. And over time, I had the confidence to put my name to it. And I and I realized the power of togetherness. I'd been to an event and people I didn't know that I got talking to had known the podcast and had questioned me about why it was anonymous. And we all talked about the taboo and I was talking about the taboo, yet I wasn't putting my name to it. And that encouraged me to to own what it was that I was doing. And I think this community has been such a massively significant part of my world. I've made lifelong friends. And I've also been through my own difficult times accepting my own experience in this space. I've watched people who were pregnant at the same time as me then become pregnant again. And that's not something that I've been able to experience. And I'm very aware that I might be speaking to you and being pregnant is still something that you are wanting to experience or you're wanting to have somebody who's experiencing a pregnancy in your world. And like I said, whilst the podcast has been that therapeutic tool, what came with that was a real responsibility. And along with that pressure, to be honest, that at times I just didn't know how to handle because I felt such a duty of care alongside putting podcasts out because Obviously what comes with that are social media groups and I have a Facebook group and an Instagram account and Twitter accounts and that required me to be showing up and be present and answering the many questions and interactions that came my way. And I've always tried to bring in experts and to share the experts that I've been lucky enough to meet to hopefully signpost and ensure that if you're asking questions in my direction, if I can't answer them, which often I, I can't, that I can put you to point you towards people who can and I've I've been so lucky to meet people that have been able to offer more support and guidance but through all of that as I said earlier has come such responsibility that when I got more busy with the fertility matters at work business that has been evolving since just before the pandemic when I sat in that pub with claire and becky and we wrote on a whole host of post-it notes our plans and our ambitions and then we kind of press go on what has been an absolute whirlwind uh, it, it really meant that i had to think carefully about what was happening with the podcast now in 2021 february 2021 kate and myself we reorganized the podcast i was already feeling like the end was in sight for me and i'll be really upfront with you Um, when my cousin died, um, that made me question a lot of what I was doing. My cousin, Natalie, God, I'm even, I'm welling up, starting to talk about her. I experienced a very significant loss in my life and it made me reassess what I was doing and what I was putting my energies into and it, it asked me to be true to myself And I wanted to make sure that what I was putting out into the podcast world made sense. Um, So that was kind of motivation behind making the podcast episodes chronological with the relaunch. I wanted to try and make the journey more aligned to what you might be experiencing. Because when I started the podcast, I didn't really have any plans. I just started putting podcasts out Um, And then it kind of evolved into series. But I hadn't started at the beginning of what could be your journey if you're trying to conceive and what you might experience. And Kate, being the brilliant fertility nurse that she is, guided me. We worked on it together to try and map out what might be your experience. And I'm talking as a cis female, so from understanding your cycle and going for tests and what to ask, but then understanding conditions such as endometriosis and PCOS. But obviously, because I'm very aware of all people's routes to parenthood. I wanted to show alternative routes to parenthood and talk about the LGBTQ experience and solo motherhood and surrogacy and adoption and, and also childlessness. And these are all things that I feel I have done on the podcast. And they're all conversations that we've previously had. So each time that we spoke about them in this kind of new launch in 2021, we we mentioned previous episodes And I hope that when you listen to any old episodes of the podcast, you find your way to more episodes, because there are a lot. I've definitely done over 300. So this passion project of mine just evolved into this fascinating way of talking to people and sharing their stories. And I was part of this growing media force that was growing in popularity because I was doing podcasting before people really understood it. And I was like, well, it's a kind of radio program that it's not live and it's pre-recorded and it sits on a website and you know years later post-pandemic people are like oh hello podcast lady I've seen the podcast world just go boom and I've seen the world of fertility podcasts just also grow and grow which is amazing and I've always been so kind of proud to have been a part of it and to be proud of the storytelling and and I hope that if you've recently discovered podcasts because of you found yourself struggling to conceive that this has been a way for you to feel less alone and to hear from people sharing maybe similar experiences or relatable experiences, or if not anything you've experienced yet, hopefully helping you feel less alone. And I felt like I'd said all I could in terms of what felt true to me. I felt like I could keep, talking about things that maybe had happened to someone, but they weren't personal to me. And I really wanted to be talking more about where I was and what was really relevant to me. Um, and so that has kind of led me to this conversation that you're now trying to consume. And I, I need to just go back a few steps and, and bring Kate into the, the conversation because Kate has been an amazingly significant part of the um, evolution of the fertility podcast since 2019 when she became my co-presenter. And Kate had been someone who I'd known from the fertility space. I met her at the start. She was this fertility nurse that I discovered. And then I interviewed her on the podcast in the early days. And then we became friends. And I know that you've loved having Kate's insights. Her medical background is just priceless. And I can literally throw anything at her when we're talking about stuff and she's just I say she's my science bit and it, it's been such a privilege having her work on the podcast with me she's sense checked various ideas she's read numerous papers that I've sent her she's almost kind of done due diligence on organizations and companies that I've said to her what do you think and we've had a our fair bit of fun we've had our brew at two that maybe you were following which was a, a Thursday Instagram live at two o'clock and Kate will answer your questions and we chat a bit about the podcast and it may be something that kind of comes again in 2023 but with me feeling like I was being pulled in more directions as 2022 went on come July I just had to kind of stop and that's why you haven't heard anything from me on the fertility podcast since July because I had to put my emphasis into fertility matters at work if you're not following us please do fertility matters at work is my organization that I've co-founded with Becky from Defining Mum and Claire, Becky Cairns and Claire Ingle, the three of us are co-founders of a community interest company on a mission to make a world where fertility is recognized in the workplace. The struggles that we have to become parents are understood by managers, that we are given the right kind of support, that there is guidance in place in terms of time off, that there's flexibility, that there is adequate, if not brilliant signposting to more resources and ultimately we stay in our jobs rather than feel we can't handle them because our jobs understand what we are going through and we don't feel alone because that's what all three of us experience individually and I've actually started another podcast with that hat on it's called the f word at work and I'll put links in this um in the show notes for this if you haven't um heard me talking about that on my social media or you haven't seen it on the fertility matters at work feed but that is talking about the experience at work from people who have led the change in their organization as patients or as hr professionals we're also hearing from people sharing their stories of what it was like for them at work which again this might be something that you really need to hear so again worth checking out the podcast but it's meant that I, i i just couldn't fulfill what I wanted to do with the Fertility Podcast, but knowing that there's such a loyal community who love it, I wanted to give it another lease of life. And so I'm delighted to say that Kate is going to be taking over the mic um, on her own, although she's going to be talking with all sorts of different people. She's going to be managing things uh, for the foreseeable future. We'll have a little chat about her plans um but you're going to be in safe hands and i'm really excited to see what she comes up with i mean i've just loved watching kate's confidence grow in her podcasting journey and i know that you will enjoy what she shares so please keep an eye on the fertility podcast socials as well as kate she's your fertility nurse if you haven't subscribed and you've just found this podcast, please do subscribe. Please do rate and review if you've been listening for a while, because as we get ready for Kate to be sharing her podcasts on the feed, it'd be great if there's some um, of your thoughts, if you've been listening for a while and you've been meaning to leave a review, it's dead easy in Apple Podcasts, but I also know that Spotify enable you to leave uh, a review as well. Just tell us, you know, what you've liked because I, I, I know that we've been a a a trusted friend and I feel very, very proud of being that. Um but if you have just discovered this podcast, sorry, you've come at the end of my my reign. <laughs> my reign. Um I will be popping back up on the podcast from time to time. But thank you for your ear holes. Thank you for sharing where you have for including me in lists and posts and Um, just telling me that this has helped because that makes me feel very privileged and I hope wherever you're at you have people you can talk to and that you keep listening to Kate's wisdom which is going to be following in 2023 and that 2023 is a year that you feel you have some control of because I know that when you're trying to conceive it feels like you don't Uh, but thank you from the bottom of my heart and bye for now. So I listened back. I did what I said. I didn't edit it. I just have to explain that I've been recording this in my new home office, which is our kind of conservatory at the end of our house that was Phoenix's playroom, and over Christmas I've made into my office. Um, So I know there was a bit of a background hiss, and uh, I hope you didn't mind that. But I've really tried not to edit what I said but I did want to just pick up on the fact that I didn't mention male fertility which was a a huge motivation for me wanting to give voice to male experiences and um, what I also didn't mention was where you can find all the different old podcast episodes so I explained that we reorganised the fertility podcast feed but I've also put the previous episodes on new feeds which you can find wherever you listen to your podcasts So there's one called Donor Conception and Surrogacy. There's one called Infertility Support. There's one called Male Fertility. There's one called Getting Pregnancy Ready. And there's one called Pregnancy Loss. And I tried to put the old episodes there. So there'll be links in the show notes for this episode to all those other links if you want to delve around for some relevant episodes um, but just in case you have just found this podcast and you're like she's been rabbiting on about how long she's been doing it and there's not very many episodes on the feed that's why I've tried to spread them around a little bit but anyway I'm gonna love you and leave you now thank you for sticking with me to the end I thought my cat was gonna make an appearance but she hasn't and I hope you enjoy if you do listen back discovering more about what we've done in the past and and keep listening to to hear what's going to come in 2023